The stars are right, and that means it's time for another episode of The Whisper in Darkness. I'm your host, The Man from Lang. Thank you very much for joining me today. In this episode, we are continuing with our reviews of the player cards in the Path to Carcosa Investigator expansion. This is part one of our look at the Seeker cards. In this episode, we are going to discuss Archaic Glyphs and its two upgrades. There are spoilers throughout if you care about that sort of thing. If you enjoy what you hear, remember to like, comment, and subscribe. Before we get started, a quick reminder of how we rate cards here on The Whisper in Darkness. The best of the best get an Elder Sign, while the worst of the worst get an Auto Fail, and the cards in between get a plus one, zero, or Elder Thing, respectively. Cards that you build around or cards that are good in one particular deck get a Bless Token, while cards that we believe are destined to end up on the list of taboos or are simply bad for the big game get a Curse Token. Before we get started, I'd like to thank the patrons of this channel for their tremendous support. You all rock. If you'd like to be amazing like these people and support the channel's goals and see your name on this list, head over to patreon.com, sign up for a tier of your choice, and claim your rewards. That would be awesome. Special thanks to Coleman Chitty, Nicole Fiscus, and Nate Lost in Time and Space for their contributions to the channel. I couldn't do it without you. Without further ado, let's get started. Welcome back, everyone, to our reviews of the player cards in the Path to Carcosa Investigator expansion. We uh, wrapped up the uh, Guardian cards and had a few interesting insights along the way. In uh, this video, we are going to turn our attention to the Seeker cards. In this video, we are going to talk about uh, the Archaic Glyphs and uh, their two upgrades. Archaic Glyphs is a uh, zero-cost asset with an intellect skill icon, item, occult, and tome traits. As an action, you can discard a card with at least one intellect skill icon from your hand, place one resource on Archaic Glyphs from the token pool as a secret. Forced, after the third secret is placed on Archaic Glyphs, discard Archaic Glyphs and gain five resources. Record in your campaign log that you have translated the glyphs and Archaic Glyphs takes up a hand slot. So this was the second uh, untranslated uh, asset we received in the game. The first, of course, being the Strange Solution in the uh, Dunwich Legacy. What do you guys think about this one? I think as far as these like side quest cards, this one feels pretty easy to fulfill. Yeah, it just takes, takes a few actions. One to play mm. the glyphs, three to use the glyphs. Yeah, so this one, it's kind of action intensive. Oh, you don't have to exhaust it. Okay, so you can, at the end of the game, just like action, 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 get rid mm -hmm. of it. Okay, yep. solve yep. it. That's not too bad. Yeah, okay, you don't like, have to pass any tests. Yeah. And there's like, I'm sure there's, especially in three and four player, there are those turns with, we've been talking about where you kind of just sit around and wait for stuff to happen. And yep. this is really easy to fulfill in those turns. Yeah, it is kind of like... nice that it at least gives you five resources for your efforts, too. Yeah, it's true. So it's not a total yeah. waste of three cards, which can feel yeah. like a huge bummer. Yeah, that's true. It kind of... Yeah, I guess if you compare it to like just taking resource actions, it's not like the worst. Yeah. yeah. It's like each it's each not... card gives you like a resource in a third. Yeah, Roughly that's true. Resource and a half. Yeah. Okay, so like even in this scenario, even in like scenario one, when you have this, it's not too bad. Mm -hmm. Yeah, also um, the fact that it's a tome, you know, it just kind of synergizes with Daisy, our classic seeker, as we were talking yep. about during the Guardian cards. And uh, one thing that's worth noting that's easy to overlook is that because the level zero version is occult, the boxes uh, Mystic Akachi can take this thing as well. Something uh, that's worth thinking about. Yeah, one thing to keep in mind about uh, the Archaic Glyphs is that while it starts out as uh, requiring a hand slot, the upgrades actually require arcane slots, so uh, yeah. that is, uh, if you're 
sort of have your hands tied up trying to deal with this thing, uh, it will switch to a an arcane slot once you upgrade it, which isn't uh, which is I think a little easier for most seekers to deal with because they've got magnifying glasses and uh, and whatnot. Looking back on all of the sort of unknown, untranslated assets, this is one of the easier ones to uh, to get done. You just need basically three action or four actions, I guess, one to play it and then the three to, to discard. If you've built a seeker deck, you probably have a lot of cards with intellect skill icons on them and you may not need those cards, so you can pitch one and away you go. The first upgrade for Archaic Glyphs is Guiding Stones. It's a two-cost asset that costs three XP. It has a willpower and intellect skill icon. It has the spell trait. You can only include this asset in your deck by upgrading it from Archaic Glyphs Untranslated, and only if you have translated the glyphs in your campaign log. It uh, uses uh, three charges as an action. You can spend a charge, investigate, for every two points you succeed by, discover one additional clue at your location, and uh, it takes up an arcane slot. This thing can get absolutely bonkers. I have seen it uh, in four-player clear a location with 12 clues on it. Not solely by itself, I think we threw a double or nothing in there to, uh, to help it out, but uh, the fact that this is has no cap whatsoever and it's uh you probably have higher education to uh to power this thing this can get pretty crazy pretty quickly yeah someone like rex even makes this more ridiculous because then you combine rex's ability that gives you another clue on top of it it's oh, like, yeah, holy man oh yeah man. yeah so as time has gone on if you have like a full set if you have a full uh, collection there's a lot of opportunities now to like just stack on a lot of intellect icons i mean even something like magnifying glass oh yeah that's right yeah even something as simple as that like can really help a card like this out too like it's it's just yeah. ridiculous the and just... for most seekers it doesn't take up a meaningful slot so you just have this thing it can oh just yeah it's just like sitting there guzzle up clues no problem yeah the, the real problem i honestly i think this the real problem with this is that it's like one of two i think uncapped succeed by cards I think um, so, yeah. Yeah, and even then the other one, Lucky Cigarette Case Level 3, it doesn't compress your actions even more. Mm -hmm. But I think this is the only card that like has no cap and just keeps on compressing actions based on how much you succeed by. Especially in 4-player when you can get like an 8-clue location like mm -hmm. pretty commonly. It's like, well, just look at Archaic Glyphs and it's like, just compress all your actions you can and make the game faster. Mm -hmm. And it combos nicely with a card that we'll discuss later, too, Arcane Insight. Sure is the intended combo with the box is that you grab these two upgrades and now all of a sudden you're a clue-grabbing machine with whatever yeah, secret you're playing. True. Yeah, I really wish this thing was capped. Because if it was capped at, like, even just two additional clues, like, I think it'd probably be fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, succeed by four, get get three clues in one action. Yeah, that's probably all right. Yeah, I think we looked at Shed of Light in, or Shed of Light in oh, uh, right. the Scarlet yeah. Keys. How much was that? Three clues? Three or three four? Three clues total? Yeah. And that's like almost taboo worthy, like the way the way uh, the environment's getting. So how would we rate this one? I don't know if it's bad for the game. Like, to me, I've never really experienced much of an issue with this card personally, just Usually by the time you get this card, it doesn't really matter if, like, 
one or two actions if the seeker is grabbing 80 million clues in one action or if they're grabbing half a million clues in the other one it's like whatever that's oh, basically I see what you the mean. same thing like there yeah. gets to be a point where you know you're kind of just showing off in the game <laughs> especially okay. in two player it's like you know an ability oh, like this yeah. only gets you so far it's like yeah, sure. You'll grab you'll grab all the clues in a single action, but like you you're only gonna need this thing like a couple times a scenario in two player at least. In three and four oh, player, it's ridiculous. But in two player, it feels fine. So I'm gonna give it I'm give it an elder sign. It's it's very powerful. I don't know if it's like class defining, but it is really good within the context of the box and probably one of the better upgrades within the confines of just the first three boxes that you can really oh get yeah seeker. yeah i'm i'm gonna it's having seen this a lot at like three four player i'm like this is the curse because like not only do you like end the game quickly more quickly but you actually like give your fellow investigators like less to do you know by just like oh i got all the clues and i'm like i, I guess i have nothing to do i'll mm -hmm. you know, i guess i'll draw draw take a resource you know because oh daisy's got it yeah this, yeah, this is one sense. of the cards that makes the game less fun when you have like four players. Yeah, yeah, because it it really pigeonholes all of your investigation power into one player. And yeah, exactly. So yeah. much of the game is like surrounds investigating. It kind of definitely shines that spotlight. I think, like you said, a little too brightly on that one player. And because like in two player, like you're limited in that half the locations you run into might have two clues on them anyway. Mm -hmm. That. That's the limit on our. That's the real limit on archaic glyphs. The number of clues at your location, mm -hmm. but like in when you're talking four player, when you have at least four on every location, like you could use this on every location, and that's probably a good idea. Yeah, you, you're gonna you can you can make great use of it more than two times a game. You can use every investigate can be can be this, and you're probably gonna win. And then as a result, you end up like compressing the other players out of a good time. So I'm gonna give this a curse. Yeah, this doesn't get uh, particularly abusive in solo, considering most locations have one, maybe two clues on them most of the time. So, and there, there are easier ways to get multiple clues than having to translate the glyphs and then pay three XP and, and get this in your deck. So while it is, uh, it is very good, it's the, uh, the amount you can abuse it is is pretty limited in solo. I'm going to give it a an elder sign with the proviso that once you get into three or four player, this is this can trivialize those locations yeah. and even like a four shroud location with like four clues per investigator can get pretty uh, or three clues I think per investigator. Mm -hmm. It can get pretty trivial pretty quickly because you know i think those locations are supposed to be like hard sort of walls that you're supposed yep. to overcome and then this is like well we're done that let's move on mm -hmm. so yeah. uh it can get pretty nuts and uh definitely curse worthy in in higher player counts but uh yeah if you're just playing solo like i do most of the time it's i don't know oh, how yeah. often i've actually bothered to pick this up to be honest because you've got easier ways of getting multiple clues like deduction will do the basically this without spending xp mm -hmm. working a hunch will get you a clue if necessary so yeah actually not, yeah. Uh, i think the next version of archaic glyphs is actually the one you want for lower player counts most of the time 
Speaking of the other version of Archaic Glyphs, this is Prophecy Foretold, two cost asset intellect and agility skill icon spell trait. Same uh, requirement that you translate the glyphs before you pick this up. Same number of charges at three. As an action, spend one charge, investigate. If you succeed, you may automatically evade an engaged enemy. This action does not provoke attacks of opportunity. And it takes up an arcane slot. I have played this one in in solo. I believe I had it in a Harvey Walters deck. And uh, it's pretty nice when you uh, happen to get trapped by an enemy. And then you get to evade at a 5+. Plus and get a clue. And then move away. And then you can also stack. You know, if you need multiple clues, you throw a deduction on this. And then you get... Two clues evade an enemy, move away, and you've basically solved your enemy management issue for for that turn. What do you guys think about this one? Yeah, I like this card for basically all the reasons that you said. It's a really interesting way of compressing not only your actions, but answering a problem that seekers are going to have, which is how do I deal with an enemy that I, like, when I don't have my, I've got a plan or whatever that I plan to use, and this is a really nice option. Yeah, this is actually a perfect example of, I remember midway through last, the Guardian series, we were talking about the uh, silent assumption that Seekers are helpless. Well, when they have this, you know, they don't need Mark Harrigan to, like, take care of them, you know, to be their chaperone. And, yeah, this is, like, really appropriate because, if nothing else, like, the fact that it doesn't provoke attacks of opportunity is kind of huge because it means the Seeker can, like, keep investigating, even... So even if they fail this test for some reason, um, they didn't take an attack of opportunity while trying to, you know, find, you know, come up with a solution to the enemy on them. So if you have mm -hmm. like a situation where you're a seeker and you have two agility and you run up against something with four agility, you know, like four evade, like you don't, you're not having to take AOs to like dig up a solution. You just kind of you fire this, and then you know you hope for the best. You use your good stat instead of your bad stat. And then, uh, and you just have to succeed. You don't have to succeed by two or more, like you do with some of the rogue options. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think it's a little pushed because it kind of steps on rogues, you know, toes a lot. But it's not like, it's not like super powered. You know what I mean? This feels mm -hmm. about right for a three XP card. Three XP yeah. research card that is. Yeah. What's nice about this card too is that it's really helpful in those scenarios where a boss will spawn on a location that you need to also investigate. Oh, right. This is like yeah. the perfect solution for that problem, which is more oh, common right. in scenarios like Carcosa because Man in the Pallet Mask is everywhere in that campaign. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I see what you mean. Um, there is one limitation. The enemy has to be engaged with you. So um, it's not like you can... It's not like you can do tricks where you, like, evade aloof enemies or evade enemies, attack, uh, engage with other investigators or anything like that. Mm -hmm. So it is... I do appreciate that it is kind of a little limited. It's not, you can't just evade anything at the location, which can, there's some tricks you can do with that. Mm -hmm. So th this feels about right, you know, for a card like this. And it's, it's just solid, you know? <laughs> it's really nice against Retaliate, particularly. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah, get the thing exhausted, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, get the thing exhausted so, you know, your Guardian can just punch away. Well, it's like yeah. you're you're not only are you exhausting it, but you're you're never gonna trigger an AO with it because you're yep. investigating. So it's like even if you fail the investigate, you're not gonna take in a retaliate. Oh yeah, that's true. In fact, like there's even a that's an, even a decent argument to like use this when there are no clues in the location. 
you know, because, uh, you know, because you're evade. It's like you're evading with your good stat at that point. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 And this, this doesn't exhaust. So should you somehow blow the, the, uh, intellect skill test, you can just try again. How would we, uh, rate, uh, archaic glyphs prophecy foretold? I like this card quite a lot. I'm going to give it an elder sign. I think it's really good. Yeah. Um, I think in like a multiplayer setting, you kind of, you know, like when you have an enemy like this, you just, you have teamwork to deal with it. So like in my, in my experience with this card, cause I've used this a couple of times, I feel like it's a plus one. Like it's really good. Um, it's really good and it feels about right. Um, but like, do you, do you need three XP and when you can like lean on the team? Eh, you know, like, mm. yeah. so it's still very strong though. Especially in decks like Ursula, I think, who are kind of mobile and can get away from the team, can run away, can like be separated pretty quickly. So I'm gonna give this a plus one because it's still very strong. I'm gonna give this one an Elder Sign in solo. It's uh, very, very good. Nice to have that uh, that evade in your back pocket, and uh, takes up a slot that most seekers uh, don't care about. Deals with an enemy with your best stat. You can't really ask for for much better. And if you're one of those players who has been looking at some of those guardian cards that supposedly will save the seeker from being attacked, like heroic rescue and ambush and all that stuff, your seeker is probably better off investing their, their XP in this. And that basically solves, solves the problem. And then the seeker can go off and do whatever they want. And the guardian doesn't necessarily have to follow them around because the Seeker can protect themselves, at least uh, for the short term, and then uh, and then get away. That's going to do it for our look at the first batch of Seeker cards in the Path to Carcosa Investigator expansion. Let us know in the comments down below what you think of these ones. Any final thoughts on uh, Archaic Glyphs? I really like Archaic Glyphs. I think both versions, you know, they definitely had their use cases but obviously guiding stones gets a little out of hand in three four player but as i've said i think in the guardian review already that this box definitely feels like it's made for two players like a lot of the oh, cards yeah. like are designed for two players like we talked about it a bit in the guardian review that you know it seems like there's a paradigm in this design where it's like the guardian is meant to protect the seeker and the seeker grabs all the clues and you know archaic glyphs definitely goes into both directions where you've got one side that just leads into it heavily and then the other side that kind of does a bit of subversion in that aspect where the seeker can actually help themselves which is nice and both are really really quite good in two-player so you, yeah. you get nice options with both which i really like because i feel like with some of the upgrade cards you don't get meaningful choices in that like one option clearly sticks out above the others but I think you could make a strong case for both of these, depending on your player count. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, personally, I like Prophecy Foretold quite a bit because it likes, like you were saying earlier, it solves a problem, you know, and it's and it compresses the right action into the action you want to be doing. So it feels good. And uh, yeah, the glyphs themselves, they feel like they're, they feel so designed for Daisy, you know, like the, the base glyphs because they're atoned and they take an action activate. And it's Daisy, so she uses her book, and she reads her book, and she reads it three times, and then she gets unlimited power. Yeah, that's kind of that's Arkham for you, Mark and Daisy. <laughs> but yeah, you're right; it does feel like a, a, a like it's designed for two players. Because I have a feeling if uh, Archaic Glass Guiding Stone for uh, 
were uh, developed for four players who would have a limit. Yeah, I think the uh, designers learned uh, their lesson here from Strange Solution, where if you uh, upgrade Strange Solution, most players go for the Acidic Kicker simply because it's ridiculous and Seekers can just tack nuke a, an enemy and basically take over the Guardian's job. This one, the, uh, the Seekers stay in their lane discovering clues and uh, both of the uh, Archaic Glyphs are interesting depending on, on what you're trying to do, whereas I think with the other, you know, I can't even name, I think there's the freezing variant and what's the other one? Um, uh, there's one that heals and one that gains resources, oh, I think, or yeah. something. Like restorative yeah, they, concoction, I think, is one. Oh, that's uh, the other one, yeah. So they they are definitely uh, have a tough time compared to the uh, Acidic Kicker. So it's nice to see that the uh, both options here are uh, are valuable. That's going to do it for this episode. If you enjoyed what you hear, remember to like, comment, and subscribe. If you need to contact me, I can be reached at manfromlang at gmail.com. I'm also on Twitter at manfromlang. Until the stars are right, keep your shotgun close and your elder sign closer. Take care out there, and happy investigating.